Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. Once upon a time, passwords were fun, especially the board game and television show called Password. On the TV version, a contestant and a celebrity partner would offer one-word clues and try to guess the secret word, while host Alan Ludden delivered bon mots and witticisms for half an hour. However, as popular as the show was back in the day, I'm no longer fond of passwords. Everything I do online, every website I join, requires me to set up a password. Passwords define our lives. There's no turning back, and for security's sake, I'm okay with that. But we're told you better be creative in coming up with them. If I draft a password the website doesn't like, or considers too weak to ward off a hacking invasion, it tells me so in blunt terms. I appreciate the concern, but this is getting old. A few years ago, I realized my password problem was getting out of hand. I kept a typed list on three single-spaced sheets of actual paper of all my IDs and passwords. With all the handwritten changes over time, it was a mess. But it was a list I considered as important as my passport, and it was tucked away in a place where only I would look. I remember telling my wife several years ago, if I lose this, just shoot me. Fortunately, testing her marksmanship never became necessary. Over time, the list kept growing. Finally, it got to the point I elected to create just one password, an impossible-to-guess collection of numbers and letters that have nothing to do with any of my personal interests. It wasn't computer gibberish, like some passwords that require at least one number, one letter, and at least one keyboard symbol, like an ampersand. Now there's a word you don't type every day. Would spelling out ampersand make that a strong or weak password? A friend of mine has so many passwords, she wrote each one on a separate piece of paper and carries them all around with her in her purse. Wrapped in a rubber band, they are her lifeline to the electronic world we all live in now. I hate to think what her life will be like if she loses her purse and all those slips of paper. It's not really necessary to do my personal banking online, but like millions of Americans, I do it anyway because I get lazy. I haven't actually set foot in the bank in months. That's not necessarily a good thing because I'm missing the interaction with fellow humans, but that ship has already sailed. Besides, there's no denying the convenience. I can even deposit a check in my underwear. Wait a minute, that didn't sound right. What I mean is, I can deposit a check on the bank's website, and it doesn't matter what I'm wearing. I know, that's a bell that can't be unrung, and I'm sorry about it. Given the security risk associated with online banking and other websites where I pay bills, I heed the advice of the experts and change passwords frequently. Sometimes I just tap keys with my eyes closed and accept the result. I get a new combination that will admit me to each website's inner sanctum. A thousand monkeys banging away on a thousand typewriters would write a sequel to Gone with the Wind before they'd stumble upon my current mismatch of a password. While I recognize the reality and necessity of all this secrecy, I think I've overdosed on the whole password process. I'm wondering, is there an organization called Passwords Anonymous? If so, hi, I'm Tom. Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.